0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven a deep left toward the live G is gone. Aaron Judge line one right down the line, swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit, grounding third, scoring kind of for Leppa, and the Yankees win the ball game with two in
0: the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run.
1: Talking all things Yankees baseball.
0: All right welcome everybody we've got the final episode of the Bomber Brothers podcast before the all-star break Sean and Ryan recapping the final series before the all-star break and it was a it was a good one the Yankees went out with a bang it started with what I personally thought was the most maddening loss of the uh, entire season I think you can argue there have been worse losses but to me that one was the most frustrating the uh, series opening loss and extra innings to the Red Sox but as the best teams in baseball tend to do, they answered right back. They outscored the Red Sox 17 to three in the next two games to to take the series and essentially all but bury the Red Sox in in the American league East. They're 16 and a half out now going into the break. So Sean, I think we, or I at least feel a whole lot different about the Yankees going into the break as I might have, if the break happened two or three days ago, you
1: know, I saw um, Randy Wilkins who, For all our listeners, we're going to play an interview after we talk about this Red Sox series with Randy, talking about his project, the captain. Um, So make sure you stick around for that. But I saw him tweet after the loss on Friday that he wants to see how this team bounces back from adversity, and it's good that they're going to face adversity. And I agree with you. I thought Friday was the most frustrating loss of the season, for sure. Maybe not the worst, but definitely most frustrating. And I think the other three all came within the last week too, like the two last games at Fenway and then two of the games against the Reds. I think we've had a lot of bad losses this week. And I think even I was starting to get a little bit like, is the glass slipper cracking? Is this team kind of like Cinderella? And then we saw how they responded to that adversity and they just beat the tar out of the Red Sox for two games straight. Um, tons of great things to, to take out of it, but um, you know when you when you have a loss like you have on Friday, you burn through all of your best bullpen guys um you're, you're kind of like, oh crap we got Tyone going on Saturday and he really hasn't been been throwing the ball too well um you know the the Red sox were running out um uh, I'm sorry who were they pitching on Saturday uh, the, the, Vedic, the who, who's, who's been solid you know um it, it didn't really look great. for for a series win and uh, props to props to Tyone because he pitched a great game and it was awesome to see him get back on track.
0: Yes. And yeah, good, good point. Good note. We are uh, talking to Randy Wilkins this episode. So absolutely stick around for that. We talked to him all about the captain, the seven part documentary series on Derek Jeter that releases right after the home run derby on Monday night, Sean and I saw part one already. It is fantastic. And from everything we've seen on Twitter and online everything else from those who have seen past episode 1 say it's just as good if not it gets even better than that so we're certainly uh, in for a treat with that with that documentary but it's going to be even more enjoyable to watch coming off this this series win it's nice to go into a break knowing you don't have to kind of fester on you know what's going to happen next like how are the Yankees going to bounce back is are they going to you know I don't think there's really any worry from me at least of the division slipping away if they had fallen into a deep losing streak before the break, but there could have been a lingering concern of like oh are they are they gonna allow this to at least be interesting to the point where they um you know are falling out of a potential spot as one of the top two division winners and playing in a wild card series or anything like that. But those those were put put to rest pretty, pretty emphatically. And you mentioned I think one of the most promising aspects of this series win. And that was Tyone. He gave up the home run to Devers. And then what was it? He retired 17 in a row after that. He was, I mean, he bounced back in a big, big way after posting an ERA of almost seven over his last few starts. So huge from Tyone. And then another, I thought another big one, which wasn't as dire, I think, because we all know who he is, but judge broke out of his slump in a huge way. Two home runs on Saturday went two for three with two runs scored today as we record on Sunday and then just Matt Carpenter man I mean that I I think he has the argument for maybe the coolest story in in baseball right now I think the Yankees have had two of the coolest stories in baseball this season I mean earlier in the year it was Nestor I think he was an awesome story and now you have Carpenter a 36 year old who was just about ready to hang it up and and give up his career and spend time with his family. Lindsay Adler had a, a great article about him in the athletic today, just talking about where he's been and like the low he reached in his career to the point where, you know, we all know the story. He was terrible with St. Louis those last couple of years, couldn't find his swing that had previously made him an MVP candidate. And here he is with, I think the highest OPS in baseball since he signed with the Yankees in late May. So that just, Gets even cooler for him. Two home runs yesterday. Curtain call, and just it's uh, it's awesome. Love watching him right now.
1: You could see in the post game interview yesterday, Saturday night, uh, he got emotional when they when they talked to him about getting a curtain call, and and it was great to see. I mean, I when he hit the second home run, I just started laughing, man. I mean, what 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 else can you say? He's been incredible, and you know the Yankees have been uh, not playing their best ball. Uh, going, you know, up, up through Friday. And, and he's really helped them to a couple wins here along the way. He's, he's been absolutely incredible. And what a great story. And that, that's a great call out too. Um, Saturday, it felt like a turn the page game. Like, okay, enough. Like, I don't know. I, I know it doesn't work that way, like where teams just say that. But sometimes you get the mojo back. You get your confidence back is what it is. And it felt like uh, Saturday could have been one of those games for Judge. Um, because he comes back Sunday and and you know has a multi hit game, and then you you get um you know the huge performance from Carpenter, and then Tyone with the with the bounce back. So I, I thought that was that was excellent on Saturday, and then to come back on Sunday and do almost the same exact thing, uh, you know thirteen to two game, not quite as impressive as fourteen to one, but still really good. But that game had a much different tone because of what happens in the first inning, where Hicks who um i also had a multi-hit game on sunday so nice to see him back off the the leg injury um you know he, he rockets a ball off of sales finger which shoots into right field and if a ball's ricocheting off of you at 114 miles an hour or whatever it was and going into right field it's probably not good and it looks like he broke his finger so that was kind of a weird start to the game and the yankees capitalized um you know by the time they got into the um, bullpen for the Red Sox. And, and in the fourth inning, they finally found a pitcher that they could feast on and, you know, had an eight run fourth inning. Um, and, and, you know, Cole gave up a two run homer to Jeter Downs. And, and that was it. He managed to handle um, his nemesis, which was exciting. Oh, that three was. Yeah, that was something that we were I think we were all keyed in on. And he definitely gave him a buzz early on. And, and then he went to work. So it was nice to see uh, the last two games, them kind of come back and get some of that mojo back. Uh, So I I thought definitely a high point going into the break uh, after some some troubling weeks here. But, uh, you know, we're all very I mean, I'm very fickle. So I'm going to the All-Star. I'm going to Home Run Derby and the All-Star game feeling
0: good. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned Cole shutting down Devers. Uh, he had two hits in the series four RBI total in the series. So he still did his damage, including the two homers yeah. home. Yeah. Both, both of them home runs and Jeter downs named after Derek Jeter, first career home run at Yankee stadium, blah, blah, blah. That was about the only highlight for the Red Sox the last two days. Um, but again, I think, it's big to end like this just because of the nature of some of the Yankees recent losses when they had gone on that five out of six stretch I mean, losing a series to the Reds and then just the way they lost on Friday was absolutely brutal. I mean, bases loaded, no out. They look poised for another walk-off win, which would have been what their 13th, I think already this season. And you're just kind of waiting for it. They get the break on the throwing error on what was an absolutely dreadful bunt by IKF. It couldn't have been worse. But the throw to, th- throw to third was terrible. And then Trevino with a hard double play. DJ bounces back to the mound. <laughs> and they load the bases again with one out an inning later. Nothing nothing to show for it. Then it looks like King's about to get out of the 11th and give the Yankees another chance to win. And it bounces a 1-2 pitch that trickles just far away from Trevino, that Bogarts, who was heads up that whole inning. I mean, tagging up to yeah. third on the deep fly ball, then stealing home on that. I mean, that was... Man, what a terrible, terrible loss. That was so frustrating to watch. And, uh, but yeah, it, it feels like a distant memory now. It it does, but I mean,
1: I think it's important we we think about kind of how that game went because if you're going to throw King anyway. Why are you giving giving Chapman
0: a high leverage inning in the in the seventh? Well, I think I think Boone has kind of shown that he's not giving up on Chapman yet in terms of using him in high leverage spots. I just think that's the way it's going to go. I I think, and you know, I guess to Boone's credit and to the Yankees' credit as a whole, they've kind of awarded themselves the luxury of of doing that. Like you are in first place by thirteen games, you can try to get Chapman in these higher leverage spots to try to unlock who he uh, used to be. I personally don't think it's really there anymore. And he's just going to give me a heart yeah. attack every time anyway. But uh, I mean, more power yeah. to Boone for being able to calmly do that. Cause I'd be freaking out. I already am as a fan. So uh, no, I, I personally don't want to see him in those yeah. spots, but that's the only sense I can make of it.
1: Yeah. You could have had lit, you know, today or, or yesterday, you know, big, big leads. You could have gotten him some work then like they did for low today. Uh, he did strike out too, but he also gave up two hits. Um, Got to be honest, at that point it was uh, my niece's birthday party. I was I was not tuned in when it was thirteen to two in the ninth, so I don't know how he looked. But um, I don't know. I was on the golf course. I had John nice. on <laughs> the uh, the other thing too that really frustrated me from a strategic standpoint on Friday. Why Donaldson pinch hitting there? is beyond me I, I i like marwin better in that spot with the runner on second because donaldson's a right-handed hitter with a ton of swing and miss in his game i, I just I, I don't understand why why swung, uh, swung
0: through a hanging slider
1: yeah he got great pitches to hit that's for sure i i would have trusted marwin to at least pull one and get the runner over to third but it wasn't to be and i, I that, that was frustrating a frustrating part for me too once that happened i was like this is no good and You know, even in the in in the explosion in in the middle game of the series, you know, Donaldson only went one for five and struck out three
0: times. Yeah, we've what was it this time last week after the Mm -hmm. series at Fenway, we were talking about how Donaldson's power stroke might be back. He hit the grand slam. He yanked the three run homer over the monster. And man, he just has gone right back into the pit. So I think that was a little premature of me, at least, because I was saying maybe it was Same. back because a lot of his underlying numbers, again, a lot of them were looking good. But like you said, the swing and miss is just a huge part of his game right now and a huge factor in how much he's struggling because he he hasn't just been missing. Like like you like we just said, I mean, he's missing some hangers, some fat pitches to hit some mistakes, and he's just swinging right through him. And then you take into account the fact that he had the split fingernail, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't even want to see Donaldson up when he's not pinch-hitting. It's just in the lineup. But with the way that Lemayhu
1: and I mean, I know Torres didn't, you know, he had a, he was, what, 0 for 5 today, which, whatever. He was off the day before. But he Torres has been, been really good again lately. Frankly, I think Torres might, might deserve to be on the All-Star team. Oh, absolutely, uh, and, yeah. And Lemayhu's playing out of his mind. There's no room for Donaldson right now. I'm sorry. You, you, you have to keep the DH for either, uh, Stanton or, or Carpenter. And, you know, that yeah, Hicks is fine to, to play in, in the outfield and judge. And, and there's no, there's no room for Donaldson. You can't DH him. You can't play him at third. There's no room. Um, Tim Castro probably, by the way, maybe more deserving to be on the roster than Gallo right now. <laughs> but of course, like I, I'm thinking that, and then Gallo hits a two-run homer into the second deck. So, um Yeah. You know, that's we'll that's see. the That's we'll the managing part, because you know it's yeah, there. It's there, right? But uh, I don't know. Maybe they're going to trade Matt Carpenter for Juan Soto.
0: I don't know if the Yankees should do that at this point, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, I mean, Heyman said the Yankees and Mets are both in on Soto.
0: Yes, now I yeah. think the
1: Yankees are more likely to be able to give up a little bit less because it's not in the division as it would be for or even in the league.